the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has reiterated that he believes Boris Johnson would make a good U.K. prime minister. A dozen conservative lawmakers are running to succeed Theresa May, who is due to step down as party leader on Friday after failing to deliver Brexit. President Trump met with May today. He says he's enjoyed their working relationship. It's been outstanding, and uh, I guess some people know that, some people don't, but you and I know it. But it's been really a very good relationship, and I appreciate it very much. At the London News Conference, the president was asked if the U.K. will successfully leave the European Union. Yeah, I think it will happen, and I believe the prime minister's brought it to a very good point where something will take place in the not-too-distant future. I think she's done a very good job. Uh, I, I believe it would be good for the country, yes. President Trump speaking earlier. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 435 points. This is SRN News. June is PTSD Awareness Month. According to the National Center for PTSD, there are four types of this disorder, but they may not be exactly the same for everyone. Each person experiences symptoms in their own way. Reliving the event, also called re-experiencing symptoms, avoiding situations that remind you of the event, having more negative beliefs and feelings, or feeling keyed up, also called hyperarousal. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. A nice summer week shaping up for us here in the Twin Cities. We update that forecast before we get into Like It Matters Radio. Today, sunshine, 82. Thursday, sunshine, 84. Friday, sunshine, 83. Saturday and Sunday at this point, looking pretty decent. Saturday, more sunshine and a high around 80 once again. So I think we can say it, safely say summer's here. I want you to sleep in. I want you to cool down. And I want you to have the home of your dreams. I'm Alyssa Walters, CEO and daughter of family-owned and run BlindsGalore.com. My mom, Shelly. Hi, everyone and I have been working together for as long as I can remember. We've never settled for mediocre, and you shouldn't either. We're tough customers, but we love to say wow when it's worth it. That's why we built Blinds Galore, to give you designer blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters without the designer price. Get free samples, free shipping, and all the free design help you desire. Our in-house team of experts can help you online or over the phone every step of the way. Plus, you're free to exchange your custom blinds or shades for any reason. It's that simple. We've been doing this for nearly 20 years and want you to take pride in your window treatments. It's your home after all. You'll love the view. We We promise. promise. Just go to blindsgalore.com. That's blindsgalore.com. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address 
all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about angry birds. Do you know, the Atlanta Falcons uh, a couple years back made it to the Super Bowl. And I remember when they were really good. They would do a little dance, and uh, they would call them the Dirty Birds. And, you know, I got a little four-year-old boy. I have four kids, but my youngest is a four-year-old boy. His name is Benaya. Uh And he is a cartoon fanatic. And so uh, uh, I'm a big kid anyway, so we watch a lot of cartoons. And uh, I don't know if any of you ever saw the animated movie Angry Birds. You know, it's uh, based on a game, uh, you know, but... Uh, you know, these uh, these birds, they populate uh, an island, and they're happy, flightless birds, but they're visited by mysterious green piggies. And it's up to three unlikely outcasts, Red, Chuck, and Bomb, to figure out what the pigs are up to. You know, the Angry Birds movie is an animated film based on the game. I don't know if you ever played Angry Birds. Most people have. The main character, Red, is a big, fat uh, cardinal, if you will. Uh, is truly an angry bird. He's got the pointed eyebrows, everything. It's funny. Uh, and he works to exist in a polite society, but his bad attitude won't let him. So he's forced into anger management class. And that's kind of how the movie starts, and he meets all these other guys. And you might, as you might expect, there are plenty of scenes of birds being kicked, punched, hurled through the air. As well as explosion, the eggs are stolen from their parent birds, put in peril. Their parents are visibly upset. I mean, it's just a really interesting thing, uh, the movie. I love the movie. I've seen it probably a hundred times. But it made me start thinking. You know, I'm a, my mind is very metaphorical, very analogous. And uh, started thinking about all the anger out there. So much anger. I mean, everywhere. I mean, even old people are angry. I, I saw this uh uh, about three days ago, a uh, bingo brawl breaks out at Canadian nursing home. A bingo brawl broke out at a Canadian nursing home Tuesday after two female residents, so these are two elderly women, reportedly bickered over an empty seat and refused to back down. Canadian authorities said the two women, I'm sure this is Donald Trump's fault, uh, Canadian authorities said the two women, ready for this, the ages, 79 and 86. 79 and 86. They're residents at a long-term care facility in Rudeau Lakes, Ontario, uh, roughly a 45-minute drive from the U.S. border. The women wanted to sit in the same seat during bingo, but neither would compromise. A physical altercation then broke out, prompting other residents to get involved. The situation escalated into a somewhat, quote, of a brawl, the report said. So here you got 80, 90, 70-year-old men and women uh, in a fight, brawl. At a bingo parlor. Isn't that stunning? By the way, just to let you know, officials said no one was seriously injured or charged. I mean, there is anger all around us. And it's we're, and we I've never lived in a time where we where we condemn everybody else's anger but condone our own. We just live in an angry, angry, angry world. The Democrats are all angry, so you gotta vote for them. Uh, and if you t- t- watch the studies, look at the research. Angry people vote. I'm just being honest with you. Uh, Content people don't vote as much. And so we have an entire political class that's entire purpose uh, is to get you angry, to look at the differences, to tell you if Donald Trump is reelected, this is going to happen, or if a Republican's elected, this is going to happen. I mean, they even boo God in the Democratic Party. They, they removed him from the oath 
uh, when people swear an oath they were going to remove him from the, one of their uh, congressional committees, but there was such uproar that they're going to remove uh, that I, I pledge to God that they backed off. But I want to get you what anger is. Anger, or you can call it wrath, is an intense emotional state. It involves a strong, uncomfortable, and hostile response to a perceived provocation, hurt, or threat. And this is the key word, perceived provocation, hurt, or threat, because this is what you got to get. And we're going to go through this in depth today. There's a stimulus and a response, and I say this over and over, because at some point we got to start owning our own stuff. You study transactional analysis with Dr. Eric Byrne. He shows us that there's a stimulus and a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens after someone says something or does something, our mind is six times faster and we can talk. So we automatically go to our three channels, our visual channel, our auditory channel, or our kinesthetic channel. And we say something, see something, or feel something based on our past. And then based on what we do in that space between, then we respond. You got to get that. Then we respond. So we're technically not responding about what someone is doing. You got to get this. We're responding about what we believe, what we've told ourselves, why we've told ourselves they're doing what they're doing. And that's why Dr. Viktor Frankl, one of my favorite quotes, he said this, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And when we don't use that space properly, we become angry birds. Angry birds. So anger. I got a few different poems here about anger because for some reason people like to write about their anger. So this one is by Kimberly Waldron. Anger and me. Anger is a form of fear. Anger is what I'm waiting to hear. Anger is deep down inside me. Anger drives me crazy. Anger is what turns me on. Anger is what turns me off. Anger is my enemy. Anger is my pal. Anger is going to kill me. Anger is going to save me. Anger might just help me find my true love. Maybe. See, this person, when they're talking about anger, is everything to them. When we live in a world where so much anger, so much anger. And what I go to is, you know, the Bible has a lot to talk about anger. And I always go to James 3.16. It really, it's a stopper for me. And it says... Listen carefully, for where envying and strife is, there's confusion and every evil work. I mean, I got 11 different verses here about anger, but that's the one that, that one and another one has always stuck in my head. James 3.16, not John 3.16, James, Jesus' brother, half-brother. Where envying and strife is, there is confusion. One verse says there is disorder confusion, disorder. There's insurrection. These are the words. Do you see like America that we live in today? All this bitterness, all this resentment, because we're told to hate. We're told to be angry. How about this one by David Kaig? Anger is a virus that needs not even air to propagate contagion whenever it is shared. Anger can't be placed in quarantine to contain its vicious spread, for anger feeds upon itself and burns a flaming red. Anger is all-consuming. Anger does not desist from destroying sensibilities in the haze of its red mist. Or how about this one by Razu Foyez? How has anger escaped? It stays deep within me. I think about what is lost, and the anger rises inside of me. Everywhere I look, I see what should be mine. Envy turns to anger. I think to myself, who are these people? They do not deserve such a thing I have lost. I think about what is lost, and the anger rises inside me. It rises to such a degree that anger turns to tears. This is where the whole privilege movement, the whole Black Lives Matter, the whole Women's March, where we get wrapped up in all the injustice of the past and how people that look like us, people that talk like us, people that shared the same bed with us, or people that went to the same bathroom as us, people that have the sexual orientation as us, were treated this way, and then we get all this anger stewed up based on what we think we deserve, based on what we think is right. And so today, we're going to talk about anger. And I'm going to tell you, I don't care what the emotion, we need to have emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the ability to sense, understand, and effectively apply the power and acumen of emotions as a source of human energy, information, connection, and influence. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it's not enough to have feelings. Emotional intelligence requires that we learn to acknowledge and value these feelings in ourselves and others 
and that we appropriately respond to them. There's your key word, that we appropriately respond to them, effectively applying the information or energy in our daily life and our daily work. Emotional intelligence is the key, and people with high levels of personal mastery cannot afford to choose between reason and intuition or the head and the heart any more than they would choose to walk on one leg or see with one eye. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking to all you angry birds. We'll be right back. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school, and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half-hour class, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make, and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough, and nothing could be further from the truth. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at Learn with OTA.com. Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening. It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but you know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline. You know, from, from go, when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter, it was, it was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed. It was only 48 hours. I spent six months in fire academy, so... At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life. Learn how to achieve that purpose and tackle any challenge. Give Mr. Black 48 hours at the next Leadership Awakening class and watch powerful change take place in your life. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Like It Matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're talking to all those angry birds out there. You know, anger is such a common emotion. Matter of fact, if it wasn't for anger, some of you out there would have no emotion at all. I mean, I can't believe some former friends of mine who, people I've helped in my training, people I've given classes to, people I've changed their life, I've taken them out of some dark places. I've taken them out of uh, things that I'm not proud of. They call themselves Christians, and yet we're a molesting kids and having thoughts in their head that weren't good. And uh, some of these people, uh, the whole Donald Trump era, you know, kind of reached out to me and said, how could you do this? How could you do that? You're this and you're that. And all this bitterness and anger and hatred and talking about we had slaves 200 years ago and slaves built this country. I'm like, whoa, dude, where are you at? I thought you were supposed to be doing God's work, God's business, and people wondering my heart, checking my heart, because how could you vote for someone like Donald Trump, question my heart, like, oh my gosh, my heart, 
some of the things I rescued those people from, some of the things I helped those people get out of, uh, things dark, things that I wouldn't even put in my head, and they've entertained them and done them. But now, because of Donald Trump, they can be all bitter and hateful and angry and and and, and resentful as possible. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to realize we're talking about emotional intelligence. Okay, there, anger in itself is not in sin because anger or wrath is an intense emotional state. It involves a strong, uncomfortable, and hostile response to perceived pr- provocation. And this is what makes it bad. Number one is when it becomes hostile. And number two, it is based on a perceived provocation, hurt, or threat. And no one responds to reality, but what we respond to is our map of reality. You know, Charles Lamb uh, wrote a few words about anger, and he puts it this way. Anger in its time and place may assume a kind of grace. It must have some reason in it and not last beyond a minute. If to further lengths it goes, it does into malice grow. Tis the difference that we see twixt the serpent and the bee. If the latter you provoke, it inflicts a hasty stroke. Puts you to some little pain, but it never stings again. Closed in tufted bush or brake, lurks the poison-swelled snake. Nursing up his cherished wrath in the pure low of his path. In the cold or in the warm, mean him good or mean him harm. Whensoever fate may bring you, the vile snake will always sting you. That is so powerful, so true, and it's all around us. Oh my gosh. I saw this. Minnesota DOT releases video of school bus driver getting shot in head. The Minnesota Department of Transportation releases footage Wednesday of a suspected gunman shooting at a school bus driver in apparent road rage on Tuesday. The suspect, identified by authorities as Kenneth W. Lilly, 31, pulls over in front of a pickup truck and a school bus and then walks over to the bus and fires five rounds from a pistol in his hand. The incident occurred on Interstate 35 West, just south of downtown Minneapolis. The man in the video appeared to be wearing a security guard uniform. The suspect put his hands up when a Minnesota State Patrol trooper arrived and is arrested. Lily was charged with attempted murder. Preliminary investigations that was a motor vehicle crash that occurred and an altercation or dispute of some sort happened resulting in gunfire, police spokesman said. The school bus driver who was not identified was taken to Hennepin County Medical Center with injuries that were not life-threatening. Wow, there was actually a kid on the school bus, too. How about this one? And this makes it hard to even read it. My heart aches. I can't even read this story without in such pain. Chicago teacher allowed friend to beat nine-year-old boy in school restroom. A Chicago public school teacher allowed a fourth-grade student to be beaten by her friend in a school restroom, according to a lawsuit filed by a child's mother. Asia Gaines, mother of the nine-year-old boy, said her son suffered bruises all over his body as a result of the September 2018 beating with a thick leather belt. Kristen Haynes, the boy's homeroom teacher at George Tilton Elementary School, and her friend, Juanita Tyler, are charged with misdemeanor battery in connection with the alleged abuse. Can you believe that? The boy, who has not been publicly identified at the school... That just breaks my heart. On September 20th, and was grabbed by the two women and dragged to a restroom. The suit states, Tyler, uh, 56, hit the boy multiple times with leather belts provided by Haynes and slapped him with her open hand, according to the lawsuit. The boy was hardly a problem child in Miss Haynes' classroom. Far from it, the suit said. He was punished either for something he did not do or for laughing in class with another boy the previous day. After the beating, the boy was brought back to his classroom in tears and sat at his desk all morning and sobbed uncontrollably, publicly shamed and humiliated by the experience. I'm amazed. We can't shame anybody else for who they sleep with, can't shame anybody else for being fat, can't shame anybody else for any choice they make. But this little nine-year-old boy was removed from class and beaten by a friend of the teacher at school. And the kid was sobbing and in pain. I was beaten all my life. That rips my soul out. But we want to all get angry. And how about this one? Let's get angry about this. Adidas pulls all-white sneaker honoring Black History Month after backlash. 
This is from The Hill. This is from a political magazine. Adidas has reportedly pulled an all-white sneaker that was being sold as part of its Black History Month collection after the shoe prompted widespread backlash uh, on Twitter. It was just one of the shoes. Adidas released a statement seen by the publication about its decision. Adidas released a new collection in celebration of Black History Month featuring designs inspired by the Harlem Renaissance. The company said it includes footwear and apparel across a variety of categories. Toward the latter stage of the design process, we added a running shoe to the collection that we later felt did not reflect the spirit of philosophy of how Adidas believed we should recognize and honor Black History Month. So what was that color? It was white. So anything white now is demeaning to black people. Anything white. So the White House has to be renamed. We can call it the Black House. Uh, and white flour, we all know, is terrible. White sugar is white death. i got to be honest with you. It's terrible. It's not good for you. You should stop with all white sugar. Um, you know, I mean, at some point, there's so much that we want to get angry about. We're told to get angry. We're all angry. Anger, anger, anger. And what we got to realize is anger is an emotion. You know what? There are actually positive <clears throat> signs of anger. Can you believe that? Yep. Psychological benefits of getting mad. Anger is a motivating force. Angry people, are, believe it or not, are more optimistic. Anger can benefit relationships. Anger provides self-insight. Anger reduces violence. That's what I said. I'll share this with you later. Why? Anger as a negotiating strategy. I'll tell you that right now. Just like everything else, it's emotion. Emotions are neither good nor bad. It's what you do with them that gives them value. I got this from the Phoenix Society for Burn Victims by Megan Bronson, MSN, and RN. She says, she says anger is a powerful emotion. We have a choice as to how we use the energy of anger to make a positive or negative difference in the world. See, it doesn't have to be negative. Even Jesus Christ had a temple tantrum, right? You know what I'm talking about? He went to the, 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 the temple, and he chased out the money changers, turned over tables. He pulled down a cord from the, from the drapes. And used as a whip to chase people out of there. I always think about when I think about anger. I think about Ephesians 4, 26, 27. And it says, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. Notice it doesn't say that anger is bad. It's what we, if we allow it to control us. There's a verse in the Bible that says nothing is illegal, but not everything's profitable. Think about this. Genesis 4, 5 through 8. Talked about all the anger in Cain. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why is your face fallen? Listen to these words. He says, if you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not well, sin is crouching at the door. It's desires for you, but you must rule over it. That's the key. I mean, all through the Psalms and Proverbs, refrain from anger, forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. A hot-tempered man stirs up strife. But he who is slow to anger quiets contention. A man of wrath stirs up strife, and one given to anger causes much transgression. Do you hear it all? It's everywhere. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts falling. Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. In James 1, 19, 20, some of you know this one. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And James 3.16 puts it so clearly. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every other evil work. Anger by itself is not bad. There's righteous anger. I get angry when I heard about that story about... Uh, a teacher getting her friend to whip a little nine-year-old boy. Constructive use of anger. Use anger as fuel for need to change. Plant a garden. Plant a tree. Make a difference in the life of a child. Volunteer for a worthy cause. Help someone who needs help. Help a child. Help yourself. Help an animal. Join a recovery group. Make a difference in the world. Anger can stir up. It's my anger to see the people that are being hurt and children being abused and molested. That stirs me up. It's my anger that sees the number one cause for abuse and molestation in the home is a man in the home who's not the father. But we all know the destructive use of anger, addiction, self-pity, revenge, don't get mad, get even, vindictiveness, bitterness, resentment, apathy, cynicism, pessimism. Sounds like America Day. Sounds like the Democratic Party. 
It sounds like the resistance movement. Sarcasm, criticism, judgment of others, martyrdom, control of others, control of self, control of situations, obsessive thinking, aggressive and violence, abusiveness, physical, emotional, psychological, verbal, spiritual, manipulating others. There is an upside of anger. And I'm going to go through six upsides of anger. This is from psychological benefits of getting mad. It's from the UK from a, from a side blog. But what we're really talking about is emotional intelligence. I'm going to share with you 12 laws of emotions. And it doesn't matter what emotions you have. What matters is what do you do with those emotions. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about angry birds. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. This is a national health care alert from the Health Hotline. If you have severe knee or back pain and you have Medicare or private insurance, we have great news. Finally, there's a way to reduce your pain without surgery or taking medications. Call us today and learn how you can qualify to get a pain-relieving knee or back brace at little or no cost to you. We'll even ship your brace for free. If you have excruciating knee or back pain and you have Medicare or private insurance, don't wait. You may qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving, nearly invisible knee or back brace at little or no cost to you. I've used one. They're comfortable and they work, and we guarantee your happiness. So call right now and get yours. I promise we're here to take your call. Thank you. 800-296-1259. 800-296-1259. That's 800-296-1259. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog. Click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And today, we're talking about angry birds. Angry birds. And boy, we are an angry world, aren't we? We're an angry America. We're an angry voters. We're angry white people, angry black people. We're angry Republicans. We're angry Democrats. We're ang- angry uh, Americans. We're angry whatever. I'm, we're just angry. And what is anger? Anger or wrath is an intense emotional state. It involves a strong, uncomfortable, and hostile response to a perceived provocation, hurt, or threat. you got to realize it's, this is a mind thing. All this anger that's out there being stewed up by the political class, all this anger out there by the uh, the Me Too movement, by the women's march, by the Black Lives Matter, by uh, all these Muslims that get elected to Congress. Now we're electing all these Muslims and they just want to destroy Israel and attack America, the one that they're now representing. 
so much anger out there. But let's be honest, anger is one of a plethora of emotions, right? That's the key. It's a plethora of emotions. It, it, it really is just a, an emotion. We have lots of emotions. And you got to realize this. An emotion is an intense feeling. It's to give expression to. It's applying movement. See, here's the lie. We think emotions are good or bad. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's a lie. Emotions are inherently neither positive nor negative. Rather, they serve as the single most powerful source of human energy, authenticity, and drive, and can offer us a wellspring of intuitive wisdom. In fact, emotions provide us with vital and potentially profitable information every minute of the day. Now, this feedback, by the way, this feedback comes from the heart, not the head, is what ignites creative genius. It keeps you honest with yourselves, and it shapes trusting relationships, provides an inner compass for your life and career, and it guides you to unexpected possibilities. Because I'm going to share with you um, six benefits of getting mad. Yeah, that's what I said. From a side blog, right? That all, uh, like all emotions, anger has its purpose, which can be used for good. You got to get that. That can be used for good. And then you say, but black, how can anger be used for good? Well, it's real simple. Because it's not the emotion itself. It's how we explain it to ourselves. It is the narrative. It doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is the narrative. Why do you think here is uh, you know, Black History Month? Who's the first black player in Major League Baseball? Jackie Robinson, right? But you know they picked Jackie Robinson because they knew that he could hold his tongue. They knew his Christian upbringing, his love of God, would keep his anger when people attacked him and called him names and called him every spit in his face, would call him things I don't even want to think about. But they had to pick somebody that would hold their tongue. They had to pick someone who was big enough man uh, to not react with hatred back to people that are hating. You got to get that. And that's why even we've been told in Ephesians by Paul, the greatest Christian of all time, uh, Ephesians 4, 26 through 27, don't sin by letting anger control you. Notice it didn't say don't sin by having anger, by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. And even Jesus Christ himself had a temple tantrum. Right? Or you can call it a temple tantrum. You can call it the clearing the, the temple courts. What's in John two thirteen through 16? It says, when it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here, exclamation point, stop turning my father's house into a market, exclamation point. And it's uh, my favorite version is stop turning my father's house into a den of thieves, exclamation points. You know what exclamation points? Loud, yelling, but he was without sin, Jesus was. So contrary to conventional thinking, emotions are rarely intrusions into our lives. But they are intelligent, sensitive, beneficial, even wise. They are the primary source of motivation, information, personal power, innovation, and influence. In most cases, emotions are not at odds with good judgment and reasoning. Rather, they inspire and enliven good judgment and reasoning. They are linked to success and profitability. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Everything important that happens to us arouses emotion. It's okay to be excited about the election. It's okay to be excited about women's rights. It's okay to be excited about uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. But when that anger, that excitement turns to anger, and you want to destroy people, you want to kill cops, you want to attack police officers, you want to attack white people, you want to make it, then all of a sudden it is a poor use of that emotions. And see, it's an issue of the heart. We have a wicked heart. Our hearts are wicked beyond all. I mean, we have so much bitterness, so much resentment. So we're keeping our record of wrong, keeping our pound of flesh. Everybody else is wrong and we're right. Uh, Donald Trump is evil, but we're good. I mean, you need to look in the mirror, people. Emotions come from the heart. Do you realize scientists can measure the heart's energy from five feet away? It activates our deepest desires. It radiates. It activates our values. It knows things our mind does not and cannot know. 
The heart is the place of courage, spirit, integrity, commitment, compassion, empathy, understanding, caring, and most of the other great leadership characteristics. It is a source of energy that calls us to learn, cooperate, and lead and serve. We are a heartless country. We've become a heartless. We've kicked God out of it. I mean, the Democratic Party booed God uh, in the in the 2016 platform. You gotta get this. So the anger itself is not bad. It is how we use anger. It's what's coming out of our heart. Because it's always about the heart. Even when Christ walked this planet incarnate, he would say, you've heard it says, do not commit adultery. I tell you, if you've looked at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery with her in your heart. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's all this bitterness, all this anger, all this resentment. And so I want you to know, Anger by itself can be used in a good way. There is something called righteous anger. There are people that get so stirred up about what's going on, they want to go out and do something about it in a positive way. I mean, look at Martin Luther King Jr., his peaceful resistance. The way black people were treating this country for a long time was unacceptable. It's inhumane. You know why? Because some people thought that they were deplorables. Some people thought that black people were deplorable that they were less than human beings, that they were just uh, evil people, that they were, don't you get it? The same thing that people think today about Trump supporters, right? That they're evil, they're despots, uh, they deserve to be beaten up, they deserve to have no jobs, they deserve to have their house burned down, they don't deserve to eat in comfort, that you can disrupt them and, and you can punch them in the face or throw soda in their face. Don't you see it? See, here's the problem. Anger uh, is a unique thing, just like a lot of other emotions. When they're, uh, when they're not controlled, they lash out at everybody. So we can have this anger that the, the political class gins up so we can hate each other and vote to destroy the other person. But the problem is when those elections go away, what happens to the anger? The anger's still there. And so now instead of voting Trump out of office, now we're beating our kids. Now, instead of voting one party or the other, and now we're uh, burning down the house with our kids in it because we don't want our spouse to get the kids in the divorce. So you got to realize anger by itself does not, is not bad. Because from the side blog, from uh, spring.org, www.spring.org from the UK, it says, but like all emotions, anger has its purpose, which can be used to good effect. Anger is a motivating force. Angry people are more optimistic. Anger can benefit relationships. Anger provides self-insight. Anger reduces violence. That's an interesting one. I'll explain it. And anger as negotiation strategy. See, we tend to think of anger as a wild negative emotion. But research finds that anger also has its positive effects. Did you hear that? Yeah, I said it also has its positive effects. Not only does it make you feel bad, I'm sorry, Uh, There are all sorts of good, sensible, civilized reasons to avoid getting angry. Not only does it make you feel bad, it makes you do stupid things without noticing the risk, and it can be self-destructive. But like all emotions, anger has its purpose. Number one, anger is a motivating force. Uh, He goes on to say in this uh, blog, you sometimes hear people talking about using anger as a motivating force by turning anger into positive energy. In fact, anger anger itself is a kind of positive energy and a powerful motivating force. Research has shown that anger can make us push on towards our goals in the face of problems and barriers. Angry people are more optimistic. It says it may sound like an odd thing to say, but angry people have something in common with happy people. That's because both tend to be more optimistic. Take one study of fear of terrorism carried out in the aftermath of 9-11. In this study, those experiencing anger expected fewer attacks in the future. In contrast, those experiencing more fear were more pessimistic about the future and expected further attacks. Number three, anger can benefit relationships. Anger is a natural reaction of being wronged by someone else, and it's a way of communicating that sense of injustice. But society tells us anger is dangerous and we should hide it. What does this do to our personal relationships? Oddly enough, research has shown that hiding anger in intimate relationships can be detrimental. That's from Bauermeister, uh, 1990. The expression of anger, is justifi- if justifiable and aimed at finding a solution rather than just venting, can actually benefit and strengthen relationships. Number four, anger provides self-insight. Anger can also provide insights into ourselves if we allow it. 
A sample of Americans and Russians were asked about how recent outbursts of anger had affected them. And that was Kazanov, uh, 1997. 55% claimed that getting angry had led to a positive outcome. One top of, the, one top of this third said that anger provided insight into their own faults. So powerful. Anger reduces violence. If you're still not convinced that anger might reduce violence, imagine a world without anger where people had no method of showing how they felt injustice. It has to be. Don't you get it? It has to be. And once you understand that, everything changes. Anger as a negotiating strategy, uh, I'll cover after the break as well. I am Mr. Black. And today we're talking about an important thing called angry. We're calling it angry birds. But we live in such an angry world, an angry country. And anger by itself is not the problem. It's what we do with that anger and how we store that anger. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. June is PTSD Awareness Month. According to the National Center for PTSD, otherwise known as post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD is a mental health problem that some people develop after experiencing or witnessing a life-threatening event, like combat, a natural disaster, a car accident, or sexual assault. For some people, PTSD symptoms may start later on, or they may come and go over time. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. What would you do if you knew the skills that could help you make the right moves inside the financial markets? Skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence towards your retirement. For more than 20 years, Online Trading Academy has taught thousands just like you how to make better investing decisions. Call us today by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. If you're missing this radio show, you can go to likeitmatters.net and study our training. You can look at our training on how we got to where we are today. Or if you actually just want to listen to the radio show itself, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com. And that is our radio show. And if you listen, go to the Listen Now button, uh, you can listen to this show uh, and probably about four or five months of archive messages. So likeitmatters.net. 
is where you find out the leadership training I've been doing for 27 years. LikeItMattersRadio.com is where you can listen to this radio show again and four or five months of archived radio shows. And today we're talking about angry birds because we're so much anger. Tire political system that wants you to believe the other group is going to destroy you, kill you, hurt you. So you'll be angry enough to go vote because angry people vote. Such a culture, a pound of flesh. We're keeping our record wrong. All these people that go in and kill all these people in the mass shooting, uh, run them over with a car, knife them to death. If you pay attention and listen to uh, enough stuff about what's going on, you'll hear their record of wrong. You'll hear their manifesto, all the things that have ever hurt them. They keep that record of wrong, just like the world we live in. Want to remind uh, black people to be angry because the white man's treated you badly. Because 200 years ago, people were brought here in slavery. Because uh, 50 years ago, uh, there were uh, white only this and white only that, and you get stirred up. Well, that's you should, but not to hate white people, not to hate them, so that we never go back to that place again. We learned from our past, and now we have places that no whites allowed. Only people of color. And really, so you're not, you don't have a problem with racism. You just have a problem that certain people were the focus of racism. So now we just turn it on other people and we're all okay with that. I thought it was bad. If rape is bad, it's bad. If prejudice is bad, it's bad. If uh, evil is bad, it's bad. It's not good sometimes and bad sometimes. Rape is bad all the time. Whether you're talking about in prison, whether you're talking about out of prison, whether you're talking about even, I'm sorry, fantasy. Some of you guys have rape fantasies where you play role plays with your family. I don't think it's good at all. So you got to realize if something's bad, it's bad. And so I'm not saying that anger is bad. There's righteous anger. You know, even Jesus had a temple tantrum. Uh, anger is an intense emotional state. And some people never get to that intense emotional state. It involves a strong, uncomfortable, and hostile response to a perceived provocation, hurt, or threat. And the key word here is perceived, because we don't respond to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And I even got this uh, article about the upside of anger, six psychological benefits of getting mad. It's from a Psy blog. You can go to spring.org.uk. And it's called, the title of the article is The Upside of Anger, Six Psychological Benefits of Getting Mad. I've already covered the four in detail, but I'll just remind you what they were. Anger is a motivating force, it says. Number two, angry people are more optimistic. Number three, anger can benefit relationships. Number four, anger provides self-insight. Number five, anger reduces violence. And this article says that although anger has often precedes physical violence, it can also be a way of reducing violence. That's because it's a very strong social signal that a situation needs to be resolved. When others see the signal, they are more motivated to, quote, try and placate, placate the angry party. Right? If you're still not convinced that anger might reduce violence, imagine a world without anger where people had no method for showing how they felt about injustice. Might they jump straight to violence? Number six, anger as a negotiating strategy. Anger can be a legitimate way to get what you want. In one study of negotiation, participants made larger concessions and fewer demands of an angry person than one who's happy. See, so this is a, there's a book called Rules of Radicals, Rules for Radicals. Saul Alinsky, I mean, the Hillary Clintons, the Democratic Party is basically raised on this book. You should look it up. And boy, they talk about this. You dehumanize your opponent. Call them deplorable. You make them evil. That they hate all immigrants. That they want to throw Mexicans in jail. That they want to make black people no longer vote. Don't you hear it? That's Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. You need to be smarter than a book. You need to be smarter than the people wanting to program you. And so it says right here, anger, when people are angry, people make fewer demands of them. Think about that. So there's value in being angry to this world. So there's some evidence that anger can be used as a negotiation strategy, but it's more complicated than that. You can't just lose your rag and expect to win everything you want. Anger is likely to work best when it's justified. If you appear powerful and when the other side's options are limited. In the right circumstances, then it's possible to both get mad and get even. And I'm not going to have time, it looks like, to go through the 12 laws of emotion. But, man, it's incredible. Explore the psychology of emotions with these 12 laws. I'm going to go through them really quickly. But, man, I'd like, I'm would i probably going to do a show on this because uh, it's so powerful. The law of situational meaning. 
The first law is simply that emotions derive from situations. Generally, the same types of situation will elicit the same types of emotional response. Loss makes us grieve, gains make us happy, and scary things make us fearful. The law of concern. We feel because we care about something. It's touching a, it's touching a sore spot. The law of apparent reality. Whatever seems real to us can elicit an emotional response. Notice this. The law of apparent reality. That's what I say over and over. No one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. No one responds to what you're doing. They respond to what they believe you're doing. That's why it's important to know that there's a stimulus and a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens, our mind is uh, six times faster than we talk. So we automatically go to our three channels, our visual channel, our auditory channel, our kinesthetic channel. In other words, we see something, we say something, we feel something, usually based on our past. So we're not responding to what someone did to us. We're responding to our explanation about what they did to us. Trust me, for some of you, no matter what Donald Trump did, it would be bad. And you could take Obama and take half the things that Trump's saying he's doing, which Obama said he'd do, and now put it under Obama's name, and somebody would be okay with it. But if Trump says it, it's bad. If Obama says it, it's good. But they're saying the same thing. And some of you won't even admit that because you don't even know yourself that well. Number four, five, and six, the laws of change, habitation, habituation, and comparative feeling. The law of habituation means that in life we get used to our circumstances, whatever they are. The emotions, therefore, respond most readily to change. This means that we're always comparing what is happening to a relatively steady frame of reference, what we're used to. As a result, our emotions tend to respond most readily to changes that are relative to this frame of reference. The law of hedonic asymmetry. There are certain awful circumstances which we can never become accustomed. If things are bad enough, it is impossible to escape negative feelings like fear or anxiety. On the other hand, positive emotions always fade over time. No matter how much we are in love, how big the lottery win, or how copious the quantities of drugs consume, positive emotions like pleasure simply slip away. Number eight, the law of conservation of emotional momentum. Time doesn't heal all wounds, or if it does, it only does so indirectly. Events can retain their emotional power over the years unless we re-experience and re-evaluate them. That's what we do in our training. I have something called the Thoughts and Emotions Journal, a nine-step process that can take you back through any experience and reprocess it. That's so powerful. The Law of Closure, number nine. The way we respond to our emotions tends to be absolute. They often lead immediately to actions of one kind or another. And you got to remember this. We are absolutely in control of how we respond to everything. And I use the, I know some of you don't like the Bible. It's the book of truth. It's the most read and published book in the history of the world. You should, even if you don't believe in God, you should know the word of God. You should know the Bible. Jesus said seven things when he's being crucified on the cross. And the first thing he said was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Don't you get it? He knew who he was. He knew what he was doing. He didn't, his life wasn't taken. He gave it. And so you got to realize this. Number 10, the law of care for consequences. People naturally consider the consequence of their emotion and modify them accordingly. For example, anger may provoke violent feelings toward another, but generally people refrain from stabbing each other willy-nilly. Instead, they will shout, hit their head on the wall, or just silently fume. Emotions may absolutely dictate a type of response, but people do modulate the size of that response usually. 11 and 12 are laws of lightest load and greatest gain. The emotional impact of an event or situation depends on its interpretation. Putting a different spin on a situation can change the feeling. The law of the lightest load means people are particularly motivated to use reinterpretations to reduce negative emotions. For example, we might reduce the fear of the credit crunch by generating the illusion we won't be affected. The exact reverse is also true. Whenever a situation can be reinterpreted for a positive emotional gain, it will be. For example, anger can be used to make others back down. Grief attracts help, and fear may stop us rashly tempting difficult or dangerous tasks. So you got to get this. This is why I teach what I teach. This is why I teach you the power of reframing. This is why I teach uh, the nine-step process of the Thought and Emotion Journal of going back through any situation and finding a good outcome. 
This is why I teach transactional analysis, neural linguistic programming, multiple intelligences, logotherapy, constant never-ending improvement, emotional intelligence. They are tools that allow you to live your life at the fullest level. So go to likeitmatters.net to find out more and listen to this radio show daily for an hour. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, I'm Lee, along with Matt and Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. In John chapter 3, there's a man named Nicodemus that comes to Jesus by night to ask him questions. Nicodemus was a pretty smart guy. He was even admired by a lot of people around him. He was a Pharisee who had so much knowledge of the scriptures at that time, but he missed one simple truth. You must be born again. Many people call us with issues that seem complicated regarding their roof or gutters. There may actually be a simple solution to the problem. We'd love the opportunity to come to your home, take a look at what's happening, and see if there isn't that simple solution. Just as Jesus answered Nicodemus's question with the famous verse, John 3.16, we hope to solve your problem with a straightforward solution. Call us today at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. We're not salespeople. We're just great roofers. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.